It is that day of the week when we visit with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, the spelling. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog, and I urge you to take a look at ConsumerWatchdog.org now or very, very soon in the future because there's a lot about the California wildfires on there, and it's not just a California story, as you'll find out in a moment, but we are using this story, the California wildfires, and they're all over the state, as a civics lesson, and as there's a lot of civics going on here. So, Jamie Court, thanks so very much for coming back on the Norman Goldman Show. Thank you, Norm. It's my pleasure always. Well, Jamie, there's a video up on ConsumerWatchdog.org right now about a Democrat, a supposed liberal Democrat who is fundraising off of the wildfires. And, Jamie, I want to come back to that because the utilities want protection. The utilities right now, the big investor-owned utilities, we're talking about PG&E, uh, Southern California Edison, San Diego Gas and Electric. These companies are in the legislature. They're paying money. They're they're trying to bribe politicians. They want the law changed so that when these fires are caused by them, they don't have to pay to clean them up. Do I have that right as an initial idea? That's it. That's the picture. Yeah, and they're also on TV, by the way, with a with a phony coalition called BRIT Bright, but it's basically PG&E and their union and all the you know, not-for-profit groups they give money to charitably. And they're basically saying, hey, climate change is changing the rules and we need to change the laws. And so they're, they're in the court of public opinion, too, making the case that basically they should be allowed to get away from liability when the equipment that they put in your backyard, the wires, the poles, catch on fire and your house burns down. That's a problem. That's not only a problem for all of us who want them accountable because – uh, maybe they'll put in better equipment that doesn't catch fire. It's also a problem because if the utilities aren't accountable when they're the cause of the fires, you know what? Our homeowner's insurance is going to go through the roof. So the insurance industry is opposed to the change. The League of Cities and Counties are against this change because when the utilities are accountable, they get money to rebuild the cities. You know, it is a real big change, and they're being tremendously duplicitous. They have bought more lobbyists in Sacramento than the Corleone's button men on the street after Sonny was shot on the causeway. And you, you're on in San Francisco, so if, it, if your signal reaches Santa Rosa, the Santa Rosa Press Democrat is owned by a PG&E lobbyist named Darius Anderson. His platinum advisors are lobbying to get a PG&E bailout. So you'll see very favorable coverage in the Santa Rosa Press Democrat, including editorials, in favor of uh, this bailout. And the guy in Santa Rosa, who is uh, the chair of a conference committee on this guy named Bill Dodd, is actually a liberal Democrat uh, on most issues or on, on many issues. And on this issue, what we took issue with was he was running through a conference committee to discuss whether wildfire victims would have these rights to sue and whether ratepayers would pay the cost of fire prevention, etc. And he was rushing witnesses through these hearings, literally, visibly, and we show this on the video. And where was he rushing to go to? Well, at, he, wanted, he said on the record, we've got to be out of here by 5 p.m. Well, it's because he had a fundraiser across the street at 5.30 at this wine shop, a pair-and-poor fundraiser, you know, while wine country's on fire, they're sipping wine. And we followed them there. We cornered them. We took video of the lobbyists going in that include, uh, included PG&E's lobbyists, lobbyists for PG&E's union, the lobbyists for other utilities. There are people from the insurance industry. There are all sorts of lobbyists. But the point is, it's really unseemly to have a fundraiser like that right after you're in the hearing room with the same parties and you cross the street and you take checks from the lobbyists. And the you guy's know, a Democrat. He, it's a disgrace. 
it's pay to play and it's a disgrace. Well, it's also 92 days before the election that he did this. And the rush to do it 92 days before the election is if he had done it two days later, 90 days before the election, then he would have had to disclose the money he raised at that fundraiser and from whom within a very short time period. But because he was 92 days away from the election, that disclosure doesn't come till after the legislature adjourns at the end of August and after the governor signs the bills on September 27th. So he was rushing to get around the rules. Now, I hope he still does the right thing. He appears, according to a draft of the legislation, have done, had to subsequently have done the right thing with his Senate Conference Committee report and say, we don't want wildfires uh, survivors to lose their rights. So, but it was really an unseemly exhibition of what we see going on across all of Sacramento. There are 125 fundraisers during the last month of session, and they're all in the same vein. But this one went beyond the pale. And, yeah, he should give the money back from the utilities lobbyists. There's no question. Well, Jamie, and also the cynical use of climate change to just try and advance your own monetary agenda. I just find that really disgusting and disgraceful. But it looks like, you know, maybe your shining a light here on Senator Bill Dodd of Santa Rosa might prompt him to continue to do the right thing. Because from what I'm reading in the Los Angeles Times, the utilities want this big shield from liability. But, Jamie, it looks like they're not getting it now that it's still very much a live action movie going on here. Um, but there is some consensus developing that the utilities are not winning this. We want a, a free ride argument, are they? No, they're not. They're losing. And, 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 you know, the Chronicle did a little piece on the Dodd fundraiser. Uh, I guess it was yesterday. And uh, <laughs> it's interesting. They interviewed the fire, San Francisco firefighter who was in the, uh, you know, the PG&E ads, but the ones that are disguised as the Bright Coalition. And he said, and they asked him why he was in the ad. He said, well, partially because we're sympathetic to the union, IBW union, that's a PG&E union, but partially because they gave us $50,000 for our Christmas toy drive. I mean, you know, it, 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 it is, it's, and it's no joke. This is what he said in the Chronicle. So it, it's just San Francisco Chronicle. The San Francisco Chronicle yesterday <laughs> in the Mateer and Ross column. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't, I, PG&E is really a rotten scoundrel. And they are a five-time, they're, they're convicted felons, I think, five or six times for multiple instances of negligence where people have died. And, 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 yeah, and, and the legislature is, you know, has been considering whether to let a convicted felon out of being liable for causing fires. It's not a good idea, you know, and they'll do felonies again. And the IBW union should be ashamed of itself, just horn for this union, even though they say it's about their jobs, because that's what they're doing. I'm also offended by this whole idea that you talked about with climate change being used as an excuse. You know, the governor's done this. The governor, by the way, is the biggest perpetrator. He is leaning on every legislator including Senator Dodd, and I'm, I, I believe Senator Dodd did not take that pressure because of what we see in the Senate, the draft Senate report. There's still some issues about whether ratepayers are going to have to pay for all the prior prevention, which I think is wrong. I think shareholders should. But what PG&E's line is, what the governor's line is, is this. Look, climate change is causing these fires, and therefore we can't hold the utility responsible for them. Well, you know what? The utility did start many of these fires. Cal Fire, our state agency, found that out. And when they start the fires, they have to be responsible. And by taking away legal doctrine that holds them accountable for when their equipment is involved in a fire, we take away the rights of 
victims uh, in these wildfires to get paid and have legal leverage to get paid because there is something in our constitution that says if they take over your property via eminent domain to put up a pole and a wire, they got to be responsible when that thing catches fire. And that principle is really important to make sure that the utilities prevent fires. That's what we should be doing, preventing fires. So I'm hoping the debate now goes to how they prevent fires. Now, in that debate, what IBEW, this union, is doing, and what everybody is doing, is trying to put the cost of that fire prevention on ratepayers and on taxpayers. I think it should more appropriately be on shareholders. And this is where we're still probably going to have a, a qualm with uh, Senator Dodd. Jamie, let me just reset in case people are just joining us. We're talking to our friend Jamie Court. This voice you should know. Jamie Court is spelled C-O-U-R-T. He's the president of Consumer Watchdog. And you got to go to consumerwatchdog.org and see the video that we're talking about. Consumerwatchdog.org is a general proposition. They're doing tremendous consumer protection. And as you're hearing, one standard applied to all even-handedly. And Jamie, this issue of unions, it's actually, to me, it's a little broader than that because because I see this as a politics makes strange bedfellows story. And to me, the fingerprints of politics makes strange bedfellows is all over this. Yes, unions, including the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, is on the side of the utilities. Very interesting combination there. But the consumer lawyers, the lawyers that sue for the victims of the fires, the lawyers that sue when people are victimized in accidents, when people are hurt and harmed, they're on the side of the insurance companies because the insurance companies don't want to pay the freight when if the utilities get off the hook, the insurance companies are going to have to deal with it. And the trial lawyers, what the Republicans call trial lawyers, we call the consumer lawyers, they want the ability to sue the utilities and the insurance companies don't want to pay. So politics is getting some really interesting alignments here where people who normally are at odds with each other are now fighting on the same side. Jamie, politics makes strange bedfellows. Yeah, and IBEW, the union, held a press conference for this phony coalition, you know, we just talked about that as a PG&E coalition, where they went after the trial lawyers for wanting to get rich off the fire victims. And this shows, you know, how fragmented progressives and the left are and why we lose the fights, because the reality is PG&E's shareholders have gotten fat and rich, and they have privatized an inordinate amount of gain. I mean, we're talking about a $12 billion capitalization for this company. We saw the CEO get uh, double her pay last year from the year before, Geisha Williams. I mean, you know, they're, they're getting big dividends. And at the same time, they don't want to be, you know, privatizing the risks they take by, you know, having a regulated monopoly, which gets guaranteed rates of returns because they don't have tiny competition. They're regulated by our public utility commission. I mean, they've got a regulated monopoly with a guaranteed rate of return. Their shareholders get paid big bucks. Their CEOs get paid big bucks. But they want to socialize the risk and make us pay for the prior prevention. Want to make the ratepayers and the taxpayers. That is wrong. And in Sacramento, in the last two weeks of session, you can bet that's at very least what they're going to get in some form or another that's completely unacceptable to ratepayers when they look at their bills, which are already too high in California. We're paying some of the highest electricity bills among the investor-owned utilities in America. And it's because the Public Utility Commission, the Governor Brown appointed Public Utility Commission, has let them overbuild electric power and charge the ratepayers for it to keep the utilities fat. So the whole thing is strange bedfellows, but it's also sleazy bedfellows. And if the IBW were a real union that cared about not just its workers, but also progressive values... What it would do is say, no, we think shareholders should be on the hook. We want to protect our jobs, absolutely. 
but don't stick it to the rate Absolutely. Payers. Don't stick it to the homeowners. This is a corporation, man, and it's a new corporation. They're looking at it as a business, and that's why they're hiring all the lobbyists, and that's why they're spreading all the money around Sacramento, because they'd get a fantastic return on investment, right? If you look at it strictly, Jamie, I'm sorry to be cynical, but if you look at it as just a business investment, hey, let's invest a couple of million dollars in buying politicians, especially Democrats, and they'll give us this multi-billion dollar immunity from liability. Why wouldn't they do it? I mean, they'd almost be open to a shareholder lawsuit saying, you know, you mismanaged the company. You You've got to try that stunt, right? Right, and you buy the owner of the Santa Rosa Press Democrat and all the local media group in wine country, where Senator Dodd hails from, uh, and then you get some decent coverage out of that, by the way, Pulitzer Prize-winning paper, without disclosure for weeks that they're even owned by a lobbyist for PG&E. Finally, they disclosed it in one of their articles. Uh, And so, you know, a guy like Senator Dodd, if he did the wrong thing, wouldn't have much to worry about, uh, other than the fact that he, you know, would have to answer to the wildfire victims. Uh, you know, one day. And then here's something else they do. I mean, they buy uh, lobbyists who are connected to the most powerful people in Sacramento. So one of their lobbyists, uh, Greg Campbell, used to be chief of staff for Senator Pro Tem Tony Atkins. He's leading the whole effort for PG&E and Semper. Now, fortunately for us, Senator Atkins, by all appearances, is doing the right thing and standing up to PG&E. But PG&E is literally trying to buy the statehouse, trying to, and, and they've elected politicians through independent expenditure committees. The utilities have poured in collectively at three investor-owned utilities millions of dollars, $4 million to the sitting legislators, 100 cities, 120 sitting legislators, and more wow. through independent expenditure committees. Wow. For Senator Dodd, for example, last election, the utilities gave a couple hundred grand to an independent expenditure committee that spent, after that, about 600 grand on Dodd's election. Now, Dodd did the, looks like he's doing the right thing, but they are attempting to buy legislators and the state house it doesn't mean that they have but the, the, the they're trying they're sure the trying. They're trying one last note on this topic that i found fascinating and i can't shake is there's a republican there's actually a republican in the middle of this discussion one of the republican leaders in one of the chambers they're so irrelevant now that's the, the part that's sticking with me is he actually has what i think is a good idea but it, you know the devil's in the details his idea that's floating around the capitol is let's have a new fund let's create a new insurance fund and he was giving different examples there were already kinds of funds like this in the law so let's create a fund and it'll be a fund to do fire damage mitigation right to get rid of the weeds to make fire poles fireproof and all the all the things that you're talking about all this come from a republican i said well all right, it's a good idea but let's see the details and his argument is it should be funded only by the investor-owned utilities, which makes me wonder why a Republican is putting this forward. Jamie, is there talk of this kind of a new fund being funded only by the investor-owned utilities, and that would be the way that people can get their fire mitigation as an extra layer of protection? Or is this, he's a Republican, so I'm thinking this is a way to give give limited liability and just create a fund and say, okay, everybody fight over the scraps in a fund uh, and give, give the utilities limited liability. Is that the scam? or is this actually a real proposal? No, to their credit, the two Republicans leaders put out a statement a couple of days ago. They are against taking the rights from wildfire victims. Now, part of that is, part of that is, I think, common sense fairness. Part of that is the insurance industry is on the side of not taking the rights of wildfire victims to see the utilities. So uh, the Republican leaders went with their old dance partners, the uh, insurance companies, rather than the utilities. And also they get to stand on the principle of... uh, of the Constitution, that we all have these rights. But the second part of it is, there is discussion of a fund. But it is not 
all the shareholders who are going to pay for that fund. The discussion and where this whole debate is going to get fire mitigation is that everybody pays, mm. meaning rate payers, mm. taxpayers, insurance policyholders, and shareholders. Now, I don't think that's viable in the long run because shareholders should be the first line of payment. If it gets to the point they can't handle it, there is already a mechanism where they can go to the Public Utility Commission. The Public Utility Commission can then let them pass through cost to ratepayers. Jamie, I got to leave it there, but my goodness gracious, what a civics lesson to see living politics and the and the politics of all this and the strange bedfellows it creates, the different arguments that are used. It's, to me, it's a great learning experience, but of course it's coming at a great cost, as all of these do. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog. Check consumerwatchdog.org, consumerwatchdog.org, and you'll see Jamie Court and all his great colleagues. Jamie, thanks so much as always. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, Norm.